Now, the Liberal Party's candidate, Anna Fenizio, joins me in the studio. Anna, congratulations um, and thanks for coming into the studio. Thanks for having me, Stacey. And well done on your new gig. This office is very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still getting used to all the buttons, but yes. Uh, I've got to ask, first up, where do you live? I live in Norwood, Stacey, and I have done for the last couple of years. How, and so, yeah, how long? When, when did you move in? I moved in in 2022, I believe. Okay. So that was, was it just before or just after the 22 election? I bought my home just after. Because at the 22 election, mm. you were the Liberal Party's candidate for the federal seat of Hindmarsh. Yeah, yes, I was. So at that time, you were living in Hindmarsh? No, I actually was living in Ovingham at the time. I'd just separated from my partner and was looking to kind of start a new life. During that election campaign, you and the party mm. were really spruiking your deep connections to the western suburbs and, and to that electorate. How can you now also have deep connections to the eastern suburbs? Stacey, I'm a born and bred Adelaide girl and like most people that have been in Adelaide their whole life, I've got deep connections throughout the whole community. I went to school in the eastern suburbs. I have friends and family in the eastern suburbs. I lived in Kensington Gardens for a number of years. It was actually the first place I moved out when I moved out of my parents' home. So I spent a number of years there. I worked at a local business on Osmond Terrace, Bottega Rotolo, while I was studying my master's degrees. I... You know, I think I've been here all my life. I've got strong connections throughout the community. If you don't win this Dunstan by-election, will you stay in Norwood or you move, will you move back no, to the I West? No, I love Norwood. <laughs> it's wonderful. I'm on the parade. You know, it's a thriving community. I've got great friends in the area. I'm there. I, I live and work in Norwood, so no, I'll be staying there. Thanks, Stacey. <laughs> and... What about um, if you don't win this electorate, do you still, this election rather by election, do you still have federal parliamentary ambitions given you, you've run for Hindmarsh already? Will you be looking to maybe do that run for Hindmarsh? I don't know, Sturt, another Eastern no, Suburbs seat even? We've got a great member for Sturt, so no, Stacey. I think, it, you know, if we don't win Dunstan, we'll look at, you know, what happens from there, but we're really hoping, you know, we're going to throw everything we have at it. What do you make of the campaign that, that Labor's running so far and will probably continue to run throughout this by-election that you're not a true local because you've run for a seat in the western suburbs in, within the last two years? Stacey, I think Labor needs to be focused on helping South Australians, and I know a lot of people in my electorate are suffering with this crippling cost of living crisis that we're having, and what Labor should also be very much focused on is their promise to fix ramping. Ramping's now three, almost three times worse than it was under the former government. That's what this government needs to be focusing on, and I think that's what most people think as well. I've just received a text from the former Premier Stephen Marshall. I was born and bred in the western suburbs too. Anna is a star. That's Stephen Marshall. Thanks for the text, Stephen Marshall. If you want to call me, 8223 <laughs> 0000. I actually have yeah, a couple of questions yeah. for you as well, um, Stephen Marshall. While we're, while we're talking to him, uh, do you know when the by-election's going to I be? I don't, Stacey. That's a matter for Stephen now to tender his letter of resignation. Yeah. Stephen Marshall, really, call me, 8223 <laughs> When are you going to tender your resignation so you can get a by-election date? And Anna can have some certainty. You've called her a star. She probably wants some certainty. <laughs> it is 10 past two here on 5AA. So, Anna, tell us about you. What's your background? Where have you – I you know you've come from western suburbs, but you said you've got connections in the east yeah, too. Yeah, I do. So – you know, I'm the granddaughter of Italian and Maltese migrants who came here, you know, with a suitcase like so many of them did and not much more. They worked incredibly hard their entire lives. And like most migrants, it's a matter of, you know, 
giving, making sure the next generation has a better life. And that's a value that's deeply instilled with me. Certainly, you know, not a political family. They were like, <laughs> they're certainly thinking to themselves, what is she doing? For them, it's, you know, head down, bum up, work, work hard. Um, you know, so they're, they're surprised, but obviously very supportive. Um, yeah, so I went to school in, at Annesley College. We actually had our 20-year anniversary not that long ago. So it was great to see the girls and they're all very excited about the upcoming Dunstan by-election. I studied law, but I knew that I was, you know, I had a real interest in policy, in issues that impact people every day. I just, even in high school, I remember my legal studies teacher, Mrs. Rundle, going, you're going to be the first female prime minister. And I mean, obviously got beaten to the post at that, but um, had a real interest in the matters that impact people and had a real sense of justice, even from when I was a kid. So I went on and studied law. Then I thought to myself, okay, commercial law, I feel like I want something a bit more. And I went on to do a master's in global food and agribusiness, did a lot of economics through that. And then I had an opportunity to do my PhD in the Pacific and I was looking and then went into public health. I had always had an interest in health. I suffer from really bad endometriosis. I've always had a, you know, interest in the health system and how we can improve things. So yeah, I went off and did my PhD in public health, looking at the determinants of diet quality and health outcomes in households there. And yeah, that was a fabulous experience. Finished that off and thought, oh, I've got a bit of a hankering, you know, yeah, I do miss the law a little bit, but I'm really missing, you know, I wouldn't mind doing some broader policy work. And then I started working for the Law Society as their policy lawyer. And the Law Society are the kind of key stakeholder for the legal profession in South Australia. Mm. And they are constantly consulted on laws. And that might be by the government of the day. It could be by the opposition or the crossbench. So then I started really working closely with, you know, whether it's the opposition, the crossbench, whoever's sending us legislation and going, okay, this is good, this is bad, working with the, law, the legal profession to go, well, actually, this is a breach of fundamental rights or this is going to have this impact in practice, you know, a simple... Piece, a simple wording in the legislation can actually have real impact on people's lives or really can sometimes have systemic impact. And that's, again, something for me, systemic change, something I've always been interested in. So we're, oh, sorry. So <laughs> yeah. no, no, that's yeah. right. I was just going to say, so have you always wanted to get into politics? Has it always been I've always been really interested yeah. in public policy and, how, and making change. So I do a lot of work in the community. I volunteer at my local women's centre. Obviously, we know domestic violence is a serious issue in the community, so helping women navigate through you know issues like that I'm very involved in the Italian community I sit on a board which is the peak body for the aging Italian Australian community so again just wanting to make sure that we've got policies in place that are helping so whether it's the elderly whether we're looking at the future generations I've just always had an interest in creating change and, and creating better outcomes so yeah and what sort of change would you want to create if you are successful in, in winning the seat of Dunstan? I think what we want to see is some urgent relief for people at the moment with cost of living. And for me, it's a big reason why I put my hand up. You know, when I look around at my friends, my neighbours, small businesses in Dunstan, they're all struggling at the moment. I don't want young people to feel like they're never going to be able to enter the housing market. And that's something, you know, I've grappled with cost of living very personally. It's not a buzzword to me. Like I was put in a position where I had to sell my house because of increasing interest rates and cost of living. So I feel very passionate about it. And it's something I want to see action taken on. What is your job at the moment? You were a staffer under the former Yeah, so Liberal I worked government. during the COVID pandemic. And again, Stacey, I said to you, I'm always interested in what's going on. What is the biggest issue that's facing, um, you know, the community? And at the time it was COVID. So I ended up 
going, okay, well, I'm putting my hand up for this at a time where people would have, you know, wanted to run a million miles. I thought, well, this is the, one of the most important things that are happening at the moment. This is going to be a moment in history. I want to get in there and help. And I was able to, particularly when I was working for the former health minister, really trying to help small businesses, help, you know, South Australians, which were trying to you know, come home and just, you know, making sure we could get the system running as best as it could under such extenuating circumstances. And are you still doing that you're not still a staff oh now. goodness no I haven't been so for yeah almost like you know well over maybe a year and a half now I left at the beginning of last year to do some consulting work and in the consulting work I do we provide you know policy advice to government it's the closest thing I could do obviously we lost government and for me it's great it's looking at a variety of issues things like AI you know the impact on AI on our economy mm. and our jobs looking at um, health in particular too I'm doing quite a bit of work on health policy at the moment, economic development, a bit of domestic violence work as well. So that's great. Essentially, okay, what are the issues? Have we had a program? Has it worked successfully? And yeah, providing that advice back to federal and state governments. It's a quarter past two here on 5AA. I'm Stacey Lee with you for Afternoons and that's Anna Finizio, the Liberal Party's candidate for the seat of Dunstan. So you mentioned cost of living and how it's affecting people in that electorate. Do you think that is the biggest issue for the people of Dunstan during this campaign? I think it's a huge issue, Stacey, only because it does tend to come up everywhere I go. I was only at a small business in the electorate this morning and the owner was telling me his power bill has gone up something like $7,000. How do businesses wear those costs? So... Yeah, a number of small small business people often tell me that's an issue. And then you've got families who, are, you know, it's the first day back at school today. I'm sure a lot of families are thinking, my goodness, how am I going to pay fees this year? How am I going to get uniforms and books? It impacts different people in different ways. What about um, the pressure? There's a lot of heat on this by-election. As we know, Stephen Marshall won it at the last election, but only by a couple hundred votes. It's the most marginal electorate in Adelaide. How are you coping with that pressure? Look, it is immense pressure. And as I mentioned to you, I mean, I'm not a staffer. I'm working. I had to very quickly leave my job. Everything's on the line for me here. I'm not taking this um, opportunity lightly. I'm very passionate about representing the community. And I've put, you know, everything on the line to do it. It is a very high pressure situation. I appreciate we're the underdog, but sometimes, you know, what you've got to remember is why you're doing this. And what I'm doing it for is for the community and the people around me. And, you know, to them, it's... They've got, you know, serious issues, serious problems they want to see addressed and also because I think people are really eager to see change in politics. They want to see fresh candidates. They want to see positive cultural change. Okay. Now I've got some less political questions. <laughs> I, put, I put some of them to Cressida O'Hanlon last week, but I think it'll give people a bit of an opportunity to get to know a bit more about you. I say less political, but this first one can be quite political. What footy team do you support? Count the power. <laughs> okay, good. I don't think <laughs> Stephen Marshall would have endorsed me if I wasn't a port supporter, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, and he'd be fair enough in that affirmation as well. Uh, <laughs> do you have a Sandful team? I do. I obviously go for the red legs. <laughs> do you, though? Yeah, no, I do. So, Have you, you know, always? I've. To be honest with you, I'm not the biggest footy head, but I do like the girls' team has done really well, and you know I'm a big um, supporter of women's sport. But no, I do go down to games; they're pretty fun, and you know get myself a bit of hot chips and enjoy with mates. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> so what do you think about the gather round? It's got to be good for people in your electorate. You've- do you know what, Stacey? Events are great in of, of themselves. I think everyone enjoys attending events. The problem is at the moment that people are feeling this is. You know, I was talking to. Um, a friend of mine that has a small business in the electorate yesterday only about this and he loves he's a big sports head but you know what he said to me he's like I feel like the important things are being forgotten at the moment so events are good but 
you know, I'm a small business. I'm struggling with cost of living pressures. My clients are suffering with cost of living pressures, which is obviously impacting his trade. And he's like, I just feel like they've dropped the ball on what's important. Mm. Okay. And what about while we're on it, the, the 500? It was the Liberal government who took that away. But I'm guessing people in your electorate, some of them might not be yeah. as supportive of it than those in others. Yeah. Do you know, Stacey, during the race this year, this poor lady was speaking to me. She had some issues with her public housing. And she said to me at the time, she was an elderly lady and had some health issues and just trying to get to, a, to an appointment that day. She ended up hitchhiking. She knocked on her door of a tradies van and said, can you please, t- I just can't. I need to get to my specialist appointment. So I think it does impact people in our electorate. And we've had a few people mention, I've just, you know, I had to get to critical critical appointments and I couldn't. So there is mixed reactions. I appreciate some people like it, some people don't. But certainly we'd be looking to find ways to make things easier for residents. You know, commuting during that time would be a good thing. Would you be advocating to get rid of it again? Look, that's a matter, you know, for the leader. I don't think he's, you know, advocating for that at all at that point. So that would be a party position. Okay. Uh, back to quickfire questions. Can you successfully navigate the Britannia roundabout? Oh, does anyone successfully navigate mm-hmm. that? I almost, you know, cross myself and hold my breath and, and go for it. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Yeah. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. 100%. What, I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah. So black? Yeah, I do. I have my milk coffee in the morning and then in the afternoon I'll have a probably, at the moment, ice on blacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm into the iced at the moment. Pie or sausage roll? Sausage roll. And Villies or Balfour's? Okay. I'm one of my favourite bakeries since the 24-hour bakery on at the parade. And this is a funny story. I grew up with Vincent Tizier and you could find he and I there in our formative years have a sharing a pie or a sausage roll after, you know, a night out being the Italian kids that we are and always needing to eat. So, yeah, that's my, my little tip. But otherwise, Mascovado and Nord, I had the best sausage roll of my life yesterday. It was like a lamb sausage roll. It was absolutely delicious. Oh, that's a fancy sausage it's roll. Fancy. I, don't, I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I do. I don't mind homemade sausage rolls either. Mm. Pretty good. Yeah, okay. Favourite beach? Grange. Grange. Why? It's just a bit quieter, which is nice than some of the other major beaches in Adelaide, which are busy. And it's just a beautiful beach too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Anna Fanuzio, thank you for coming into the studio. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks, Stacey.